Greetings from beautiful downtown Jacksonville, Wyoming. It's Wednesday morning, June 16th. I'm your host, Ron Miller, joined by our moderator, Ronnie Miller, to give you, our listeners, more insights and tips on the Jacksonville real estate market. This podcast is designed to help both our buyers and sellers with the ins and outs of the market and how to assist you as local brokers in the Jacksonville area. With that said, let's talk today about why real estate in and around Jackson Hole is a very unique asset class. So welcome, Ronnie, and please let's dive right into the discussion with questions about different real estate asset opportunities available right here in Jackson Hole. Thanks, Dad. So we do get a lot of questions from people regarding what really is a good real estate asset. and Whether or not the primary home you live in is considered an asset can be a controversial topic. So what are your thoughts on the primary home being an asset? That's a great question, Ronnie. And uh, it's often asked in Jackson Hole with the inflation increases especially. Uh, It can be a great increase in wealth, but most generally, your private residence is more like your car. It is primarily used in a utilitarian way for you on a daily basis to live in. Uh, of course, if you were to sell your house later at a big profit, of course, that's when you realize the asset. Uh, also, your down payment, if you're financing, is also part of the asset, and that's what you could look at as the the actual cash dollars you have in your down payment. But for the most part, the banks own most of your asset at that point as primary loan holder, uh, if that answers your question. So I I don't think I'd look at uh, that asset necessarily as a uh, income producing asset by any means, because you're going to get taxed. homeowners fees, just any repairs, all of those type of things. So a home can actually become a liability in a downturn market. And that's exactly what happened in 2008 when people saw that the asset lost more value than what their mortgage was. They simply walked away from the asset, disappointed, of course, and a lot of people got in trouble that asset. So it turned into a liability. Let me just uh, share something else. Why I think a home in Jackson Hole or wherever you live, if you're in a really nice location, is an asset because of lifestyle. Lifestyle. And uh, today I was able to take a hike right up the mountain from my office today. I hiked up Saddlefield. And, you know, it just clears your mind. It gives you peace. I was looking out over the valley, just uh, from a mind, soul, body, and spirit standpoint, uh, being in a resort area like Jackson Hole is a total asset. Uh, of course, we've talked about that, your health being your biggest asset. If you don't have health, wealth doesn't help you at all, or nice houses if you're hospital in hospitalized or just any, God forbid, anything happened to you. So uh, Jackson Hole offers a very unique 
lifestyle of just being outdoors, doing different sports. I golf a few, three times a week, and I walk the golf course. I don't ride a car. I, as you know, I'm a professional skier. In the wintertime, I ski with my clients and get a lot of exercise right in my backyard. So that's, again, if you look at just lifestyle as an asset, that it's another way to look at your asset. We have a lot of people that come into Jackson Hole and buy houses um, or condos, and uh, they are looking to rent the property on a short-term basis when they're not using it. What is the goals of people that are renting out the properties or what should the goals be? Again, I caution people and then also uh, encourage people on renting. Some people will tell me, well, I just don't want to move my clothes from my closet uh, have to fuss with a renter in there that might spill wine on my carpet. Uh, some of those basic concerns that we hear all the time with renting, but we've just had great experiences with renting our high-end properties. As uh, you know, we rented the Polar X lot for many years. It was an exclusive house, and when we were not in there, uh, that just the rent on those few months in the summer was able to pay for the whole mortgage. And we had another property that we could stay in during that time. And it almost uh, just didn't even make sense to stay in the property. And we're, we're getting a lot of calls about that. What can you get for daily, weekly, and monthly rentals in the area? So, uh, that, that does now turn your property into an income producing asset. Is it a cash flowing asset? That just depends on your mortgage, uh, what, what you put down on it. And if you run the numbers, if the tenant pays for the utilities, a perfect example is the house we talked about yesterday that I purchased last fall. We, we, we purchased it right. We got a 2.2% loan on that property. And the mortgage payment is so low that we were able to rent it for three times our mortgage payment, which was just a home run. And I would like to talk a little bit more later about why I'm starting to like residential and condominium properties a little bit better than commercial from a loan standpoint. In Jackson Hole, we are a very mature vacation rental marketplace. People have been renting their properties on a short-term basis for a long time, for many, many years. There are regulations in place. There is a short-term lodging overlay. So the town has already worked out its zoning restrictions, what you can do and can't do. And that is an asset for the town of Jackson in particular. You're right about the zoning issues. The town is opening up more short-term zoning in town. And that's to has increased the values of lots of old homes downtown Jackson Hole considerably when they uh, gave that zoning to those houses. They redistrict the zoning. 
Likewise, I've seen where homeowner associations that don't want any renters in their backyard, I call them NIMBYs, not in my backyard. The recent one I just saw was at Teton Pines and some of those units we used to manage right there at the golf course. The homeowners recently made a ban on all of the rentals in that whole complex, which I thought was interesting. So if you get a hostile board that doesn't like anybody to be next door to them, they'll sometimes turn those uh, neighborhoods into just, and, and I think it hurts the values of the prop, property. It's called economic obsolescence. Uh, likewise, a lot of our properties are in long-term zoning districts and people want to rent them out by the week or night. And really, it, as you know, we have to decline on those folks that want to do that. And sometimes they'll go to VRBO and Airbnb and do it illegally and let them take the risk. But there's a lot of that going on in Jackson Hole. And yes, they are making a lot of money off of their homes. They'll just take a vacation over to Europe for two weeks and rent their home to pay for the vacation and put money in their pocket as well. Okay, well, um, I th that's all of the questions we had for today. Is there anything else that you wanted to address before we close? No, I just wanted to thank you. And let's just look at some of these other topics. I'd like to perhaps talk about commercial investing the next time we meet and what we're doing on our project downtown in Jackson Hole, because we have a lot of buyers and sellers that are in that marketplace in Jackson Hole. Sounds great. Thank you. Okay. You have a great day, Ronnie. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.